Hello, thank you for joining LTC NAC Chat, a podcast brought to you by the American Association of Post-Acute Care Nursing, a packet. I'm your host, Amy Stewart, Vice President of Education and Certification Strategy for a packet. I'm here today with Rob Leffler, the Vice President of Clinical Services for PCA Pharmacy, a long-term care pharmacy that serves patients in 15 states. Rob is a registered pharmacist in three states and has worked in long-term care for over 20 years. We've invited him here to talk about CBD oil with nursing home residents and how to include the use of this product in care planning. Welcome, Rob. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm really pleased to be here with you. Well, let's get started. I have been hearing many people are using CBD oil. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about how it's being used on nursing home residents? Yes, they're using it for a variety of things. And we even actually have some good science to support some of its use, so that's good. But frankly, we need more and larger studies. Anytime you hear people talk about CBD, I think that's one of the big things that I always see in order for us to be able to use it even more effectively. One of the big areas of use has been pain management. It's also being used and researched for Alzheimer's disease, things like psychosis, anxiety, depression. There's even some pretty good information for using it for things like inflammatory diseases, such as rheumatoid arthritis. I had no idea that CBD oil was used for so many things. That's great information. How can we ensure that the CBD product is safe for use on our residents? This is one of the biggest challenges and also one of my biggest concerns. There have been a lot of studies and news reports about products that aren't properly labeled or may even contain things that can make people sick. The problem is right now CBD is regulated as a supplement. And what that means is that a manufacturer only has to prove that it's generally regarded as safe. And so there's some interesting articles out there from people like Marcel Bon Miller out of the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine. They did a study that showed that 43% of the products that they studied didn't have as much as what was labeled. There were 26% of the products that had more CBD than they were labeled as. And 20% of the products had more THC than it's allowed to be considered CBD. And there was also an interesting study out of the Journal of the American Medical Association that reported much of that same information in November of 2018. So how do we get around that? I always recommend getting it from a single source. So not going to one store this time and another store next time. And you've probably seen it too. There's stores popping up all over the place with neon signs that they sell CBD. The next thing would be getting products from companies that send their product out to be independently certified. Some other things to look for, and the Mayo Clinic came out with some interesting information and they put their information into a couple of different areas. One was quality standards. So a company can get a CGMP certification from the FDA, which stands for Current Good Manufacturing Practices. There are organic certifications that companies can also get. If a company has independent adverse event reporting programs, 
or they're certified organic or eco-farmed. And then lastly, products that are tested by batch for THC, pesticides, or heavy metals are all things to kind of look out for in order to find a good quality product. So you brought up a really good point. I want to address that. You said that there's neon signs and I've seen it at the gas stations. And what would you say if a resident's family said, well, I'm going to go to the gas station and get it, or I can get it at someplace, you know, name the store cheaper. What could we say? What could our response be to that family member? That's a great question. I think my response to a family member in that situation is that there are a lot of products out there and we can't be sure what they all contain because of the way it's regulated in the United States. And so it's really important to find a quality product so that we can make sure that your family member is getting the same dose month after month so that we can make sure that we're treating them properly and addressing their conditions. Thank you. With this information, what should be included in the care plan when we're using CBD oil or a CBD product on a resident? As far as care planning is concerned, I think first and foremost, you want to think about what the goal is. Why is the patient using this product? Is it for pain? Then you want to include it as an intervention for treating a patient's pain and include it in that care plan or whatever the indication might be that you're using it for. Like any other medication, you should have a clear indication of why it's being used and then use that for the framework for your care planning. Thank you. Is there anything else that our listeners need to know about CBD oil? I think the biggest thing is to be ready. If it hasn't hit your facility already, it's coming. How are you going to handle this situation? Many pharmacies can't obtain these products, so it's going to come from another pharmacy or another market, the family member bringing it in. So thinking about how you're going to handle that outside product, how is it going to be labeled in your facility? How are you going to work with families to understand what you need to safely administer these products? Think about dosing. These products may come in different concentrations, and so being aware of that, if they were not able to get the same product they got before, that we can make sure the patient's getting the same dose. And because it's so different from a lot of other products, you may even want to create a policy and procedure specifically for the use of CBD in your facility. Thank you for that. I think that that is a great way to end, making sure you have a plan and a policy. Thank you for joining us today, Rob. It's been my pleasure, Amy. Listeners, thank you for joining us. For more resources and tools for nurse assessment coordinators, please visit our website at www.aapacn.org. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the LTC NAC Chat Podcast. Heard the news about how you can improve quality care and increase efficiency with Ability? Ability offers a range of applications to simplify the complexity of healthcare, allowing organizations of all types and sizes to spend more time on care and less time manually collecting analyzing and reporting data. This allows you to remain in compliance while making data-driven decisions that benefit residents. With Ability, your facility can improve resident outcomes, 
optimize reporting data, enhance reimbursements, and much, much more. Discover what Ability has to offer at abilitynetwork.com slash a pack-in.